York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. News came out that this is <laughs> when when Tibbs was looking at our roster and saw that Kemba Walker was out. He then said, you know what? I'm looking at the data and I'm looking to see who who's a fit for the team. And he said, you know what? Alec Burks might be the guy to be our starting point guard. And guys like me, guys in Knicks Nation, all of us together simultaneously groaned as a family. Because as of right now, you already see it. The Knicks are way below 500. We need to start moving this youth moving forward. And granted, I will say this. Alec Burks does have his faults. He has a slow pace. Um, He's not always the most astute defensively, but he gives Tom Thibodeau something that he loves, and that's a switchable tall point guard, right? Um, But it was interesting to see that he Tom Thibodeau said, I'm gonna dig into the numbers. When I dig into the numbers, I feel like Tom that he it is the right decision to go with Alec Burks. Which led me led me to believe um are Knicks Nation missing is this is Knicks Nation missing something? Or is Tom Thibodeau missing something? Because we all see how 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 Alec Burks has been struggling. We see that he know he's not the best point guard. He's not a natural point guard. But are we missing something? So you know what? I I I, I dug into some numbers. I dug it. I dug into some numbers. And, and here's what I found. Right here's here is what Knicks Nation might be missing, and here is what Tom Fibro might be missing. Now, as much as we do not like Alec Burks. Um, he has had a positive impact with that starting lineup. You see this lineup, Burks, Burks with the starting lineup. Burks, uh, Fournier, Randall, Robinson, and Barrett has played 201 minutes together on the floor. It's the fifth most used lineup on uh, for these Knicks. And they've outscored opponents. This lineup has outscored opponents by 27 points collectively. Which is good. What is not on that stat, though, is during this losing streak, these same five have <laughs> been on the floor together and have been blowing fourth quarter leads this entire time. So, when digging into the stats, yes, Tom Theodore, you are right. Burks in the starting lineup has had some success for us. But I would argue that we can look into other numbers to find other options just to collect more data right now emmanuel quickly i'm gonna look into emmanuel quickly and when you're quickly with this same starting five you switch out island burst for Emmanuel quickly uh play 20 minute 28 minutes on the floor turtle tied for the 18th most used lineup has outscored proponents by three points what does that tell you? That tells you this lineup has not been used enough to make a declaration. The most used lineup so far has been uh, 
the the lineup with the lowest plus minus, the the the, the biggest plus minus, which is Kemba, Fournier, Randall, Mitch, <laughs> uh, Mitch and Barrett is our most used five man lineup and has yielded the worst results, giving over 400 minutes and giving us a negative 121 in plus minus. That means out our opponents have outscored us by a total of 121 points with that same starting five. Yet he was steadfast on using that starting lineup more than anything. Quickly, and this lineup has been a, a pretty decent lineup, but has not been used a lot. Our second most successful lineup involves Derrick Rose. Quickly. Toppin, Gibson, and um, pretty much our bench. Our bench from last year is our second most successful lineup. And, of course, we cannot lose that ladder as of now because Derrick Rose is injured. But I also want to show you this. I mean, I'm sorry. That Derrick Rose line was our third best lineup. Our second best lineup so far this season has been McBride, Quickly, Burks, Toppin, and Gibson. Only played a total of 22 minutes on the floor. It is our 26th most used lineup. We outscored opponents by 36 points which is telling me this yes Tom Thibodeau is partially right Tom Thibodeau is partially right Alec Burks has been a benefit in the starting lineup but Tom Thibodeau has failed to use other guys in that starting lineup in place of Alec Burks to collect more data. And if you're looking at our net rating, McBride so far has a plus 11 net rating. Obi Toppin plus 8. Derek Rose plus 5.8. Manny Quickly plus 5.7. Even with all the Quickly struggles, he's still top 4 in net rating. Which leads me to this. We can still experiment we can still experiment. And I know for me, I want to see, right? I really want to see the youth movement. At this point, I'm not so keen on making the play-in or, you know, making one last push. I'm not on that train. I'm not on that train at all. I'm on the train of experimentation. What do we have on this team? Who has been performing? What lineup changes have we not tried yet? Let's try McBride at starting point guard. With the starting unit. Let's try. Let's try McBride with the second unit. Because as you've seen today. Our second unit was trounced. By this Miami Heat squad. Once again. Looking at the bench points, the Miami Heat bench outscores the Knicks bench 49 to 18. 
And now if you're looking now, and I'm not saying I'm not saying play play t uh Gibson. But what I'm saying is if you're looking at what the Knicks did in the summer league, and if you're looking at the the small sample size of a Moose McBride and quickly did together. There were they were the second best lineup on the team. Yet Tom Thibodeau has yet to figure out that these two have a natural synergy and should play together. So I uh, and you know what? And and pour pour some out, pour some out for, for Grimes because Grimes went out tonight. Um Unfortunately, one of the bright spots of Knicks Nation went out tonight. Uh, I'm not sure what's 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 the injury exactly called. I don't want to mess it up. But Grimes pretty much dislocated his knee. The timetable, he did not return to the game. He had to be lifted off the game. He couldn't leave on his own power. Um, the timetable is not has not yet been set when he will return. But you know what? It sucks, but Grimes leaving his opportunity to other people. And we all know quickly seems to work best with another playmaker by his side. But I think quickly and McBride make way more sense together than quickly and Burks. Because McBride is going to push that pace with quickly. Those time those so I mean <laughs> it might be time to try it. It might be time to try it with some spurts. I'm just saying experiment. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm just saying experiment. All I'm saying. If 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 Tom has really dug into the data, the data would tell you that Miles McBride needs a second chance. The data would tell you that Obi Toppin needs to see more minutes. The Obi, the data would tell you to mix up these lineups and not just go with the lineup that you've been going with. The entire time. Now, granted, we all saw the news that was happening this weekend. Tom Thibodeau seemed to be on notice, right? Because he he started off the this, this season going, you know what? I'm going to look at the roster. Everything is on the table. Everything right now is on the table. And what I liked about this Heat game was for the first time, we saw Jericho Sims be the first center off the bench. Yeah, but going to Alec Burks, Alec Burks has one of the highest uh, net, you know, net ratings in terms of if you look at his actual contribution to the team, mm -hmm. he's shooting like 38%, and then opposing shooters shoot like 45% against them. And so, yeah, the team chemistry is good, but if you look at his individual contribution to the team, it's like he's one of the worst on the team. Right. You know? Right. And so, and that's one of the things I was saying before, like it, he's doing a better job staying in front of his man this year, but when it comes to actually challenging the shot and actually being effective at making sure the other person shoots a lower percentage, he's just not that good at it. Um, you know, and the other person who's kind of like that too, is like everyone loves Grimes, but Grimes is not that great at actually uh, challenging shots and making sure like, you know, and having the opposing shooter shoot at a less, uh, at a lower rate, you know, he's actually, he's not one of the better ones on the team. We yeah. actually, like, we have a bunch of other people that are better. Yeah, with, with, that, Gr but. with, with Grimes, it's like, 
he's good at team defense. Like he's good at helping. He's good at steals. True. Um, I feel like I feel I um I think I was looking at his clean the glass stats the other day. I think he's like top in blocks at his position. Like he kind of does mm-hmm. like a lot of other little things. Um, but like but like the um uh, and you mentioned it too quickly. It's actually quickly. I saw a, a list that said quickly and RJ are both like in the top ten in guards defensive field goal percentage. Um, for yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, they are. It's uh, he's like even if with RJ, if you include forwards, I think he's still top ten, or uh, maybe top like top twelve. Mm-hmm. Even if you include like from guards to forwards, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Emmanuel quickly, yeah, he's like he holds opposing shooters to like thirty eight percent or some crazy mess like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why Thibodeau doesn't want to take him off the court is because his he's just a very effective defender, uh, but. You know, it's – I don't know. I just don't understand what the coach is doing. This is one of the reasons I really just don't like him because he knows what he's doing. He understands these things. The problem with Thibodeau is a lot of these coaches are stubborn. They don't like – it's almost like they feel like, you know, if they make changes, if they deviate from what the original plan or whatever their whole life scheme is or what they've been preaching, mm-hmm. if they deviate from it, then it's almost like they feel like they failed publicly or something. But it, it's – Maybe I'm just speculating. I don't, for whatever reason, he doesn't want to basically make the proper adjustments. He sees these numbers, and he just, he, I think he's just talking. Either he doesn't understand stat statistics and what these stats are saying, either he doesn't understand it and the analytics department doesn't understand it, or he just doesn't want to, you know, or he just doesn't want to make the changes. And he's yeah. just, you know, like uh, doing the propaganda just to, so he, to justify the what he wants to do, you, you know what it is. Um, sometimes, you know, I, I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. you you get into a, like a comfort zone of what you know, and if you can find yeah. numbers that support what you what you what you think you know, you're going to use them. So I think that's pretty much what's happening right now. So like you you see this, you see these numbers for Burks, and they kind of support his argument of using Burks in the first place. And and like I said, granted. He hasn't been the worst, right? He's been better than Kemba, but there's still other evidence that that uh, suggests that he can at least experiment with other things. Because there's, and I think that's the biggest problem. Thank you.